Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with the author of our devotional Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. I'm the senior leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement, headquartered in Fort Lauderdale. Come on to our church, pray in our house of prayer. God is good and good things are happening. Today's devotion is entitled, Your Heart's Desire is to Receive Love. Isn't that the truth? Today's devotion reads, your deepest heart's desire isn't really for more money or more status or more appreciation. Your deepest heart's desire is really to receive our love and return that love to us, says the Spirit of Grace. When you truly recognize this here as your deepest desire and pursue it with everything in you, then our peace will overtake you. Our joy will strengthen you. Our love will motivate you to lay down your life for the people around you. (laughs) You won't be concerned about the money, the status, or the recognition, though they may come. You'll be satisfied in Christ. This is Father's will for you. Amen. That is what the Holy Spirit is saying. This is His will. Press into His love in Jesus' name. John 15, 13, 1 John 4, 11, and 1 John 3, verses 16 through 18. I can see we have a lot of new people on the broadcast today that don't know how it works. So just stick with us, put your seatbelt on, and focus on the Lord, and you'll find some great results today. Prayer starter, help me to receive more of your love. Enlarge the capacity of my heart to drink in your love. Rid my heart of anything that gets in the way of receiving your love, so I have plenty of your love to give the people you put in my path. Father, we thank you this morning that you are love and you are worthy of our love. God, our heart's cry today is to let us love you more. We've got to have more of you. We want to go deeper in you. We want to understand your emotions, being a student like David was of your emotions. So God, we exalt you today. As the king of kings, all kings, every king, you are the God to which every knee must bow. It will, it must, it has to, including ours, God. We repent for any of the times that we have not bowed a knee to you, but we've bowed a knee to fear, or we've bowed a knee to compromise, or we've bowed a knee to ambition. Ah, these idols that come to distract us from your love, to woo us away from your heart, God. 
God. We shall not bow to these things any longer, but we will bow to you and you alone. So forgive us, Lord, for allowing our hearts to be distracted with some other level, lover, some idol. Lord, help us, Lord, to, 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 to see you as supreme because you are supreme. Help us, Lord, to see you as the all in all because Jesus, your word describes you as the all in all. You are everything for us, to us, in us, through us. You move and live and have your being in us when we yield to you. You manifest your love through us when we yield to you. You manifest your power through us when we yield to you. You manifest your kindness through us when we yield to you. You manifest your being, who you are, the essence of your character through us. Fallible beings when we yield to you because we love you. Your word says, if you love me, then you keep my commandments. So father, help us today to see the areas of our lives that are not in line with you. The places where we have not obeyed your commandments, those times, those moments, even those fleeting thoughts where we allowed our heart to stray from your heart because of some sort of uh, want or need or desire that we felt was not being fulfilled by you in the moment come on now that's deep help us Lord to recognize when the desires of our flesh have overtaken and and pushed aside the desire of your heart for us because the enemy the tempter comes with slick words and smooth sayings drawing us away from your heart God draw near to us God today draw near to us as we draw near to you we love you God with an undying love it's not a perfect love but God it's a steady love we love you even when we blow it we still love you even though we don't get it all right we still love you we set our hearts to that hundredfold obedience we set our hearts to to to, to sitting in your presence and hearing your voice getting your instruction for life day by day that we might know which way to turn to the right or to the left go forward stand still God we want to be led by you with such precision like the precision of a surgeon's scalpel and Lord cut away those things that hinder love Lord do surgery on us today and cut away those things that don't belong there cut away the shame that the enemy heaped upon us in the past season cut away the fear that keeps us from moving forward into your will cut away those things that we keep tripping over that hunk of flesh that we keep tripping over God would you help us today to see the things that hinder us to really see them as hindrances not just bad habits oh well I'm gonna work on breaking that bad habit no help us to see how that seemingly inconsequential bad habit is rippling through our lives and bringing a breach of love or we can't receive the fullness of who you are because we're concentrating on that thing that that quote-unquote little bad habit father help us to see those things that get in your way you could remove them but you're calling us to remove them some things he removes some things we remove some things he removes some things we remove he can deliver us from something some things we have to choose to let go of to deliver ourselves from in the sense that we turn away from it father help us Lord to really repent to really change the way we think to really see what's at stake in the eternal picture not just the big picture but the eternal picture people say well look at the big picture okay that's wonderful look at the big picture but how about this look at the eternal picture 
How does your life fit? How does this trial that you're going through now fit in the grand scheme of eternity? Will it matter a hundred years from now? Um, no, probably not. Probably be on with Jesus and you won't be thinking about the trial right now. That seems to be the trial of your life. The trial right now that seems to be the worst thing you've ever faced in ever, 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 ever. The trial right now that seems to be crushing you. The trial right now that seems to be unending. The trial right now for which there doesn't seem to be any light or revelation or wisdom. You feel like you're all by yourself in this deep darkness with no guiding light. And that's what the enemy wants you to think. But put that trial, that feeling, that deep, dark emptiness in the context of the eternal picture. Don't you think God has you? If you trust, if you trust, if you trust him with your, your salvation, can you not trust him in the trial? If you trust him with your salvation, can you not trust him in the trial? If you trust him in the salvation, can you not trust him in the trial? If you trust him in the salvation, can you not trust him in the trial? If he saved you, will he not rescue you from this trial? All things come to an end. All things come to an end, except God. Father, help us to realize when a season's over. Ora Ikata mama mama Jesus, we celebrate you, Lord. We celebrate you, Lord, in the silence, and we celebrate you, Lord, in the apparent darkness, and we celebrate you, Lord, in those times when it doesn't seem like you're there, but we know that you are because the just shall live by faith and we don't live and move and have our being by what we see here and know, but rather by the faith in our heart. By the revelation, not just the head knowledge, not what, what we know in our head, but what we, what we, what has been revealed to our heart. Father, we give you praise and honor and glory. We magnify you for you are our only good. You are our only good. You are our only good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for victory, for ultimate victory. For this is the, the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So, Lord, take us by the hand and lead us and guide us through this desolate place, through this place of desert, a desert, dry, arid uh, land where the jackals and the the night nocturnal warfare uh, is increased, and the, uh, the, the 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 day even seems dark, and the the you're your voice seems dim, if not non-existent, and your presence can't be felt, but it, but we know that you're there. Help us remind us, help us to remind ourselves that you are with us. Don't downplay the foreshock. Some of you are in absolute shock because you downplayed the foreshock. In an earthquake, there's foreshocks, main shocks, and aftershocks. There's foreshocks, main shock, F-O-R-E, foreshocks, not the number four. 
F-O-R-E, four shocks, main, uh, main shocks and after shocks. And some of you didn't discern the four shock or you downplayed the four shock. What is a four shock? It's a smaller earthquake that precedes a greater one by a few days or a few weeks. It originates near the focus of the larger earthquake. It's a, it's a smaller shock. It's a smaller earthquake. It's a smaller rumbling. It's slighter. You, you, you notice it, but you might downplay it. Something happens in your life and it shocks you, but you don't realize that this isn't the main shock. It's the foreshock. So you don't brace yourself for what's coming next. And I don't mean bracing yourself as in paranoia. Oh, something bad happened. Oh, I think there's a lot of other bad things happening. No. I'm not talking about walking in paranoia. I'm talking about walking in discernment where you begin to realize when this foreshock manifests and it sort of rumbles and shakes some things that you have enough discernment to stop and ask, Lord, is this the main shock or is this the foreshock? Because not every earthquake has a foreshock. Some of them just have the main and the aftershocks. But many times the foreshock comes and it rocks our world and we think this is terrible. This is awful. Oh my God where are you in this shaking and we don't have enough wherewithal to stop and pray and say Lord is this the main shock is this the big deal is this the great attack or is there something more coming so we begin to lick our wounds and feel sorry for ourselves and this foreshock this minor shaking it seems like a big deal to us oh but there's something bigger coming and we don't prepare we don't pick up the pieces we wallow around in our own self pity after the foreshock without ever discerning knowing seeing understanding that there's a bigger shock planned by the enemy and that one is really going to rock some things if we're not ready that one is really going to tear down some edifices in our life if we're not prepared if we don't fly into that secret place run and hide under the shadow of his wings the, the main shock will be devastating father help us to stop downplaying the aftershock I mean the foreshock. Help us to stop downplaying the foreshock. To think this is it. This is it. Oh my gosh. This is it. Not realizing there's a ripple effect coming. And the foreshock was nothing compared to the main shock. Help us Lord to take the foreshock as a warning. To make ourselves strong. To play. To, 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 to. Put ourselves away with you to sit in your presence and hear your instructions so that we can, we can thwart the main shock. That we can combat the main shock instead of just letting it roll in. Instead of it being a major headline in our life. Help us, Lord, to, 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 to recognize the foreshock for what it is. A foreshock is not just any trial. It's not just any rumbling. It's a rumbling that precedes a massive rumbling. Not every trial is a foreshock. Not every trial is a main shock. Not every trial is an aftershock. Oh, but the ones that are, those are the ones that are life-changing. So, Father, would you help us today to discern the foreshock, to discern the rumbling, to discern the sound of the enemy that's roaming about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Help us, Lord, to discern his footsteps prowling, prancing around plotting and planning help us Lord to hear in the spirit what the enemy plans to do just like Elisha saw into the king of Assyria's bedroom he heard and he saw all the battle plans of the enemy and he were able to thwart them therefore 
Give us that spiritual vision. Give us that, that auditory uh, precision that we can hear and see what the enemy is doing and thwart it. So that we can see and hear what you want to do. How you want to counteract the enemy attack. Help us, Lord, to, to, to not downplay the foreshock. That rumbling and it seems bad enough in itself. And we think, oh no, this is the big one. Oh no, this is the trial of my life. Little do we know that the main shock is coming next. There is no foreshock without a main shock. There can be a main shock without a foreshock. That's called a blindside. But we don't have to be blindsided when the foreshock comes. We got to know the main shock is coming. Help us, Lord, to be discerning, not to be so caught up and surprised. Beloved, think it not strange this fiery trial that has come upon you to try you, as if some strange thing has happened to you. We ignore the foreshock. The foreshock is like the enemy just kind of rattling your cage a little bit to see if you're stable enough or if there's room there. Not every building in an earthquake falls in a foreshock. Only the unstable ones. Only the older ones. Only the ones that weren't built on the right foundation. Only the ones that are in disrepair. Only the ones that, that have not been renovated. Only the ones that are not, not, not structurally sound. Those are the ones that fall in the foreshock. If you're falling, <laughs> if you're falling apart in the foreshock, honey, oh boy. How are you going to survive the main shock? Oh, you'll survive it, but you'll feel like you're not surviving it. You can survive any shock of the enemy. Father, help us to stop, to stop thinking that the foreshock is the main shock. Therefore, failing to prepare ourselves. It's like a one-two punch. You get punched once, but you're not ready for the next swing. Therefore, you get hit harder. The impact of the second punch is greater because you're already wobbling. You're already back on your heels. You're already knocking your knees over the first punch. Father, strengthen us today. Strengthen us today. Strengthen our discernment. Strengthen our arms. We can hold up that shield of faith. Strengthen our minds. Strengthen our wills. Strengthen our emotions. God, we give you the reins of our heart. We praise you and we thank you that nothing shocks you. No foreshock, no main shock, no aftershock. Nothing shocks you. Nothing takes you by surprise. You sit in the heaven and you laugh at the enemy. Ha, shekete. And you sing over us. <laughs> you laugh at the enemy and you sing over us. Sing songs of deliverance, the Bible says. He sings over us songs of deliverance. And he laughs at your oppressor because he sees the end of the oppressor. He sees the end of the tempter. He sees the end. And the end of your enemy is not victory. The end of your enemy is not just mere defeat. The end of your enemy is utter, overwhelming defeat, crushing. You'll crush the enemy under your heel. Father, we thank you today that you will help us in this season to trust you in ways and at depths that we've never trusted you before. Help us just to choose to believe. Lord, help our unbelief. Help us to choose to believe, God. Would you help us to choose? It's a decision. It's a force of our will. We choose to believe. We choose to forgive. We choose to trust you. We choose to get up in the morning and pray. We choose to read our Bible. We choose to go to church. More than that, we choose to serve in our church. We choose to submit ourselves to authority because your word tells us to. We choose to obey what your word tells us to do. 
so that we can have what your word tells us we can have. We choose to press in to the promises of God, which are yes and amen. We choose to confess the word of God, even though everything around us has gone absolutely nuts. We choose to trust you for our healing when our bodies are sick and tired. We choose to recite your word, to make declarations in the spirit. We choose to wage a good warfare with the prophecies that have been spoken over our lives. We choose to follow you anywhere you want to lead us like Abraham when you led him out of Canaan and you promised him a land for his ancestors. We choose to speak well of those who curse us, to bless those who curse us. We choose to pray for those who despitefully use us. We choose to sow financially because when we reap, we will sow. We choose to go to church and sit there and pay attention and eat the word. We choose to go after fresh manna every day because your word is alive. We choose to seek new revelation of who you are. We choose to study your emotions because you are worth studying. We choose to not just call ourselves overcomers, but be willing to do what it takes to actually overcome. We choose to testify to the goodness and mercy of the Lord. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We choose to believe that the God who parted the Red Sea can make a way for us out of no way. We choose to reject evil, to shun evil, to run from evil. We choose to be students of the word so that we can rightly divide the word of truth. We choose to walk in our identity in Jesus Christ, believing what your word says about us is true, who we are in Christ. We choose to press into the reality that we are accepted in the beloved even when people round and about us reject us. We choose to forgive those who have wronged us. We choose to make intercession for those who are in authority whether we like them or not. Father, help us today to make right choices. Your word tells us what to choose. Joshua said, this day I put before you death and uh, Jesus. I mean, I'm sorry. The Lord said this day I put before you life and death. And then he made it really simple. He said, choose life. (laughs) This day I set before you door. Number one, life door. Number two, death. It's no mystery. What's behind each door. He said, I'd say this day, this day I set before you life and death. Choose life. Father, we choose life today. We choose to speak life. We choose to walk in the resurrected life. We choose to walk in humility. We choose to to, to walk in, in blessing and giving and honoring one another. We choose these things because they honor you. Father, let our life be honorable in your sight. We thank you. We choose you, God. We pick you. We choose you, God. We pick you. We pick you. We pick you above all because you are greater than, bigger than, stronger than, mightier than. You are the one to whom we look. You are the one from whom our help comes. You are the one, the capital O-N-E. You are the one and you are awesome and you are worthy of, of our service. Help us, Lord, not to downplay the foreshock, but to take it 
as a sign of the greater works the enemy has planned in our life to kill, steal, and destroy. And Lord, give us a counter strategy. When the fourth shot comes, let it not rattle us to the point that we want to throw our hands and give up, thereby being completely unprepared for the main shock. Father, we thank you and we praise you today. We give you honor. We magnify your name. You alone are worthy. You alone are worthy. You alone are worthy. We choose you. In all of our ways, in all of our days, we choose you. We choose you. We choose you. We love you because you first loved us. We choose you because you first chose us. And we thank you, Lord, that you always speak life over us. You're good. Your mercies endure forever. We praise you and we thank you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. God is good. Listen, I'm going to be in a few places this week. I've been uh, very, very sick which is why I wasn't on the call last week because I was down with a, just a very, very bad flu, very bad cold. I couldn't really intelligibly pray without coughing or choking. So we had a backup for you, and I see many people have fallen off the call with me being gone just a week. That always saddens me when people have preferences of that desire. Prayer is prayer. Thanks, all, thanks for all of you who are uh, mainstays of the broadcast who helped as Karen prayed this week. I appreciate that. Listen, I want to give you the opportunity to, to sow an offering, which is also something that most people didn't do last week when I was out. Nobody sowed into the prayer. Very few of you sowed into the prayer broadcast. And I'm, I want to give you an opportunity to make up for it today. We can't do what we do without you and your support. Prayer partners, financial partners, building partners. We can't do it without you. So when I'm out a week and nobody gives, it affects the ministry. Of course, God repays. But some of you that, that usually give and didn't, would you give today? Would you sow today? Amen. We need your partnership to do what we do in the nations of the earth. And God loves a cheerful giver. God loves a dedicated giver. God loves an obedient giver, the giver that gives when he says to give. He loves that. He loves our obedience in every realm. And you can't outgive God. So would you give today if you can? You can sow at jenniferleclair.org slash give. jenniferleclair.org slash give. jenniferleclair.org slash give. You can sow a one-time seed there. You can become a partner there at jenniferleclair.org slash give. You can use the cash app, dollar sign Jennifer Leclair. Cash app is dollar sign Jennifer Leclaire. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash jenniferleclair, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. The text to give, all of this is on my giving page in case I'm going too fast. I don't like to labor this long, but I'd like to give you the opportunity. PayPal uh, is, I mean, sorry, the text to give 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. The 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. Or you can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. If you're sending a check, you're sending a money order, you're sending a book, you're sending something that you want to send that's a physical item, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Amen. God is good. And I just pray right now in Jesus' name over all of those who gave and all of those who sow. In Jesus' name. And I ask you, Lord, to multiply the seed back to the giver, as we know that you will. And I ask you, Lord, to meet the desires of their heart, because everything's not about money. Some people are sowing for a prodigal or sowing for something else in their life that they desperately need. And they're sowing a seed called whatever they're calling it to see a harvesting kind. 
So, Father, thank you for that opportunity to stand with your people and pray and believe for that harvest in Jesus' name. And I say, Father, to all those who follow my ministry, my my staff, my uh, Awakening House of Prayer leaders around the world, uh, the, the Ignite Network members, all the churches that are aligned with me, Lord, I thank you for their lives. And, 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 and I say, Lord, bless us indeed. Enlarge our territory. Let your hand of power be upon us and keep us from evil. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.